Hey there, friends. It's Nick. So this is a phone recording because I'm in Seville at the moment. We've been staying for a few days in Seville. And one of the things we've done is gone to the incredible cathedral in Seville. And it's the oldest. No, excuse me. It's not the oldest. It's the largest Gothic cathedral in the world. And, you know, if you know that kind of Gothic style of architecture, the the sort of the flying buttresses, you know that like a Notre Dame, these great... Do you know what? There was a book, 1989, I think, Ken Follett wrote a book called Pillars of the Earth, which starts with that fantastic line. It's something like, the young boys came early to the hanging. That's how the book starts. It's a great book. And it's about this building of this cathedral. I think it's in the 12th century. Uh, fantastic story. Uh, and I always think of it when I go to these amazing buildings because you know what we have in these spaces and this cathedral in Seville is absolutely huge is this idea that that we want to build something they wanted to build something that would strike awe into the hearts of people who who came there and these you know the columns are like I was going to say they're like tree trunks but they're way way bigger way way taller than most trees you'll ever see in your life up, up, up into these amazing vaulted ceilings. I mean, the detail is extraordinary. The level of craftsmanship and care and commitment. I mean, in this book, obviously, which is fiction, Pillars of the Earth, you know, you find out how many of the stonemasons died young building these things because they spent their lives inhaling, essentially inhaling stone, stone fragments, stone dust. But there's a point about these flying buttresses, which became, in the end, became a kind of a, just a, a not just practical, but just a feature of um, Gothic design. Again, if you think about Notre Dame, think about the kind of the arms and the elbows that go around the side. And the reason they existed, that they were needed, is because the architects had this vision of this extraordinary high sort of space and these all this weight at the top of the building. So these... These flying buttresses are needed to, to give stability higher up. You know, traditional buttresses would, would push a building together at the bottom, but these things were needed to, to add that pressure, that kind of lateral pressure inwards higher up, because otherwise these extraordinary things would obviously collapse. And it made me think, I mean, just to, just to turn this into a podcast, we, you know, we all have these ambitions, right? We have the the metaphorical ambitions for these high spaces, these vaulted, great vaulted domes and what have you. But the it's easy in some sense to imagine the destination, but so often we don't have that buttressing, we don't have the the habits or the identity piece or the you know the plan in place that will allow us to create that internal pressure. That means we can build, we can go as high as we want to. And, you know, the tragedy of that, of course, is that so often when we're trying to do something, we get to a certain level and then the thing collapses because we haven't built that. We haven't built those. We haven't put those flying buttresses in place. Anyway, if you haven't been to Seville, I'm going to do a few podcasts from Seville as it's a fantastic place. If you haven't been, I thoroughly recommend it. Uh, Great weather, certainly in November and uh, beautiful, beautiful, amazing places to see. I'll talk more about that tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Remember that your story means business, especially if it's buttressed. (laughs)
And if you want to dig deeper into what I do, search online for story.business. Bye now.